This podcast of local Brattleboro history is brought to you by Brattleboro Savings and Loan, the Bank of Brattleboro. This week, we are going to explore the complicated history of slavery and one of Brattleboro's more celebrated early settlers. You've probably heard of how Vermont, in 1777, was the first European-based government in the Americas to ban slavery. Many people think that meant there was no slavery in Vermont. Our research tells us that it is a little more complicated than that. Here's what the 1777 Constitution of the Republic of Vermont says. No male person born in this country or brought from overseas ought to be holden by law to serve any person as a servant, slave, or apprentice after he arrives to the age of 21 years nor female in like manner after she arrives to the age of 18 years. Royal Tyler moved to Brattleboro in 1801. He was an honored playwright, author, lawyer, and judge. Later that year, he was appointed to the Vermont Supreme Court. One year later, in 1802, a case concerning slavery came before the Vermont Supreme Court, and it was problematic. One of the Supreme Court judges was accused of owning an adult slave, which was against the Vermont Constitution. The Windsor-Vermont Board of Selectmen claimed that Supreme Court Justice Stephen Jacob had kept an adult female slave named Dinah for 17 years. She was presently about 49 years old and had been turned out by the judge because she was no longer able to perform her household duties. She had become blind, sick, and feeble, so, according to the select board, Jacob discarded her and she became a ward of the town. Windsor sued the judge, claiming he should be responsible for Dinah's expenses. The Windsor Select Board didn't want the financial responsibility of taking care of Dinah now that she could no longer perform slave labor for the judge. Even though Windsor was the town where the language banning slavery was written into the Vermont Constitution 25 years earlier, everyone knew the judge had a slave working for him. It seems sometimes those in power are not expected to follow all of the laws. In fact, the town of Windsor had a copy of the bill of sale indicating Judge Jacob had purchased Diana in 1783. It was up to our own judge, Judge Royal Tyler, to decide whether the bill of sale could be admitted into evidence. Royal Tyler ruled that the written evidence was inadmissible. This is Vermont's version of Joseph Heller's famous Catch-22. Tyler ruled that because Vermont's constitution prohibited adult slavery, Dinah could not have been a slave. While she worked for Judge Stephen Jacobs as a slave for 17 years, and everyone in Windsor knew it, Judge Royal Tyler ruled that it didn't legally happen. Royal Tyler ruled that the bill of sale could not be admitted as evidence because the Vermont constitution's ban on slavery meant the bills of sale could not legally exist. The Supreme Court Judge Stephen Jacob was found not guilty. The town of Windsor paid for Dinah's care for the rest of her life. Meanwhile, Stephen Jacob continued as one of Vermont's Supreme Court justices, and for the next decade, Royal Tyler continued in his role as another Supreme Court justice. Royal Tyler then became a professor of law at UVM. Dinah's case indicates that in the early 1800s, slavery not only existed in Vermont, but it was in the open and practiced among Vermont's most respected citizens. In the book, The Problem with Slavery in Early Vermont, written by Harvey Armani Whitfield, the author gives many examples of the most respectable and well-to-do Vermont residents engaging in the support of slavery in our state, including Brattleboro's Royal Tyler. And here we are, over 200 years later, and the stain of slavery continues to haunt our country, even here in Vermont. We'd like to thank Ada, Amar, Ben B.H., Ben L., and Lennox for reading This Week in Brattleboro History.
Thank you for listening to the Brattleboro Historical Society podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the program.